Welcome back to Bitches Love Brunch. This is episode two, and I'm Kiana. And I'm Courtney. And we are so glad to have you guys back for our second week. Um, how's your week going, Courtney? You know, it, it's a good <laughs> week. <laughs> we just gonna say that. It's 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 a little challenging, but it's a it's a great week. Great week, great day to be alive. And what day of the week is it? <laughs> Tuesday. Ooh, it's a rough week. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness, y'all. Ooh, it's a rough week. It's a rough week. It's only Tuesday. Dang, you right. That's okay, But though. we know when you guys hear this, it'll be uh, either earlier or later in the week. But yeah, it's only Tuesday and Courtney is struggling. And you know what? Honestly, no, no, I'm feeling great right now. So I'm good. Oh, you feeling great right now, but feeling, but during those work hours from eight to four thirty, I ain't shit. Right, because you was just <laughs> talking about it. it's been a long week, child, and that's all I feel great, and that's that's and, you know, and we believe in self care. We'll talk about that in a later episode, but you gotta take care of yourself. Yeah, then that. that means going home and drinking or whatever your vice is. I won't put out any other things that you may do. Do it and enjoy. Just do it. Yes, and don't feel bad about it. Ooh, so let's recap our last brunch. What? Don't feel bad about yeah, it? Yeah, don't feel bad about it. Girl, this is a judgment-free zone. Okay, so we're well, recapping the last brunch. Yes, so the last brunch was our very, very first brunch, our baby. Um, We talked about... What did we talk about? You cracking me up. It was only a week ago. <laughs> so much stuff has happened. Literally, so much stuff has really a happened. A lot really has happened. Week. So I won't judge you oh for my that. Gosh. Um, but Thank last you. week we talked about ground rules to dating. Yes. Um, we're both uh, single out here, so we thought that would our be a good way asses. to kick it off. <laughs> both of our single asses, but. Some of us are trying not to be. Some of us are going to great lengths to not be single. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, really? I said some of us. That doesn't mean just you and I. <laughs> just saying. I'm just going to let that slide. Go ahead. No, that was it. That's that's pretty much what we talked about last week. Um, I think that kind of trickled into a few other things, but... I'll save that for later because that is what's going to segue us into this week's topic. So, we set it up nicely for you all. All right. So, that's the recap of last week. Last week was the bomb. I love that episode. I thought that episode was really good. So, yeah. We can just pass the mimosas now. Um, What good news do I have? You tell me. Good news, good news, good news. Going out of town this weekend. I seem to be going out of town every weekend, but this weekend I feel like I'm at, it's much needed. I don't have like any good news going on at work or like anything personally right now, but just that I'm just ready to get out of Nashville for a second. Okay. Yep. And you? Um, what good news do I have this week? <laughs> well, my nephew is graduating from high school this weekend, so that's really good news for me. Um, so we're all excited about that. It's gonna be a fun field weekend. And we're gonna celebrate and I hopefully we'll be able to partake uh, partake in some drinks. I'm not yes. doing that this evening, so yeah, I am. So this podcast, <laughs> I have some Pinot Grigio, um, and I'm ready. <laughs> like I am, I feel. You know, how you get that hot sensation on your body. That's there, so I'm okay. feeling great. Okay, yeah. 
uh, Kiana started prepping before we actually started the podcast. So at this point, I'm sure I'm sure she's uh feeling good. Yeah, I'm feeling wonderful. All right, so we got a quote for y'all. The quote of this episode, um, Courtney has that quote for y'all, and it's one of the greatest, one of the baddest, one of the best. And you know, I just love her. Um, if you think about present day you love her present day (laughs) present day not so much (laughs) but you cannot you cannot take away what this woman has done if you think about um female mcs and the time that i was growing up she the baddest she is the baddest so one of the baddest she is one of the baddest but She gets the quote for today, so she is the baddest here on this episode. Okay? Um, I'm not sure. (laughs) Don't hate because you you agree to this one. (laughs) (laughs) But it comes from none other than the queen bee herself. And it's just as simple as, shall I proceed? Yes, Yes, indeed. And if you don't know what song that comes from, you better know who that is, first of all. I'm not even going to give y'all the name because I already told y'all she was the Queen Bee and not this new age Queen Bee, this person that thinks she's Queen Bee, but um, that is... Oh, you crazy. Oh, you're crazy. You will not be disrespectful on this podcast while I'm here. Who am I disrespecting that you are really about to go to bat for like this? Beyonce, she mean that new that new Queen Bee. I actually wasn't referring to uh, Beyonce. I was referring to Nicki Minaj, who is like oh. all up in arms that she is the coldest out here and acting like she don't know her roots. But anyway, that is from one of my favorite songs that uh, Lil Kim is on, and that's "Crush on You." So I know you see me in the video. Is that the same song? I actually just thought about it. No. No, it's not. It's not. It's not at all. No, that is the same song. I got to let you know that I got a crush on you. That's the yes, same it song. is. It is. My bad. My bad. Hey. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I know my shit. Anyway, shout out to the Queen Bee and the rap game, if we want to get specific, um, to Lil' Kim, because... You really kind of laid the groundwork for our topics for today. <laughs> yes, yes. And I feel yeah, like no, I feel like nobody knows this better than she does. Oh, I'm so interested in what this looks like for her. Okay, give them the topic. You know what I'm, I'm sorry. Like, okay, okay. So the topic that we're discussing today is uh, sex prep. So Courtney, I just felt like. You know, this is such an interesting topic because for those who are active, we can't assume that everybody's sexually active, which I hate that phrase, sexually active. When do you deactivate? But um, <laughs> I've deactivated at times. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you're sexually active, you know, like when you're sleeping with somebody for the first time or even like if you're sleeping with somebody consistently, there are certain things that you get in preparation for when that person um comes around and you know that things about to get popping that night. You know what I'm saying? So people do different things to get ready to have sex. So our topic for today is well one of the topics for today is sex prep. Cause it's so awkward, because it's so funny, it's like taboo. Like we all do it, but nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. Kind of like never mind, I won't even get that example because it's something we probably shouldn't talk about. Ooh, now I'm interested to know. We're gonna have to have a sidebar. <laughs> Anywho, so Kiana, ma'am, when you are getting ready to, or even when you think you're getting ready to sleep with somebody for the first time, when you' about to drop them draws, if you even have on draws, you know I think draws are overrated. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I have to put that out there because there are some people that, you know, don't believe in that. So, mm-hmm. but if you're figuratively speaking, dropping them draws, 
what are you doing to prepare for sex for the first time? Oh my goodness. I feel like it's a wide range of things. I think first what every woman does, and not necessarily like this is the first step, but it's like the first thing that crosses somebody's mind. When you know you're about to get some, and the first thought is like, damn, I got to shave. Damn. Because <laughs> I don't think people like, understand damn. how much work that is. Oh, my God. It's like you sweat. Like, if you in the shower for over 30 minutes, you entered in that 40, 45 minutes in a hot shower, you literally are still sweating in the shower. Like, oh, my gosh, it's so much. I, I actually don't have that issue, but... <laughs> Because you don't sweat. You're like an alien. <laughs> when you work out, you don't sweat. Not human. Don't don't be mad at me for that. It just takes a little... takes a lot of work for me to sweat as much as other people do in a short amount of time. But the point right. is, we in that shower for a grip. A minute. Because if you think about what a man has to do as it relates to shaving... And what women have to do, like, if you're not freshly waxed or freshly, you know, shaved, you got to get to work. Right. And you know what's even crazier is that if you know you're going, like, on a vacation, too. Oh. Yep. That wax, when you about to leave to go on vacation, like, and, and I know a lot of people are, like, immune to their waxes, but I am not that person. I'm not. Every time, it hurts. Every single fucking time, it hurts. Okay, so what else? So you I always doing? encourage women. Okay, uh, what else am I doing? So you gotta shave, you gotta lather up, you gotta be real smooth, skin gotta be real buttery, you know. Um, <laughs> um right. Um, another thing I do, especially if I know like days before, like if I'm setting something up, like I know he's coming over this night or this is happening during this time, like when we both are off or whatever. Um. I change up my diet a little bit. I eat more citrusy stuff. So I'm eating like, I'm popping oranges all day. I'm throwing them back like Skittles, okay? <laughs> eating oranges, uh, cranberry juice, just anything that has a lot of citrus in it, just to change your flavor and to change like that aura that you give off when it comes time for that. I also am big on like setting my house up too. Not saying I gotta have like everything. Like candles lit when you walk through the door, but like I do like a nice aroma when you walk in. I want my house to be like inviting. So I mean, like, you know, it smells good in here. Like I want to relax. I'm just like, yeah, this is it. And I literally be going out to stores, you know, all of this stuff. Courtney has been on the phone with me <laughs> while I'm out, like looking for candles and all types of stuff to set stuff up just to make sure I come correct. Okay. So what you doing over there? What I do for sex prep. Um my list is very similar to Kiana, so smoothing the body out, um, pretty much a Milky Way. Um body like butter. <laughs> eating certain things. <laughs> um and it and it really also depends on like how much notice you have, right? Like you said, like Depending on how much notice I have, of course, you know, eating certain things. And even if I don't have much notice, like, I'm going to try my damnedest. Like, and for me, it's a little different because I'm a vegetarian, well, technically pescatarian, but whatever. Y'all don't need all the details on that. So my diet really does consist of just fruits and vegetables and other healthy shit. Um, so I don't have to be as concerned about it, but I still put forth that extra effort. Um, the house smelling good. I'm not necessarily always big on lighting candles because depending on the situation, like, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I don't want you to think that um, this is something more than what it is. Um, and this, and let me say this, let me be clear. This might have been, like, probably more back in the day. But as I'm dating somebody, yes. if You know, I want to set the mood. couple candles, absolutely. Uh, back in the day... If we know that this is... You know I'm is, an emotional creature. <laughs> if this is just what just it is... just tells you how different both of us are. Right. It's hilarious because... I mean, but when I was younger too, I knew what I wanted and what I didn't want. And so I knew that I wasn't 
particularly looking for a relationship, so I wasn't going to give you what a relationship came with. So, um, but making sure the house smells good, absolutely. You're going to catch me with the little, uh, what's that place called? Bath and Body Works. They're little plug-ins. They're scented plug-ins. I have one that oh, yeah, smells like strong. cupcakes um, and has been a hit. So, I don't have guys thinking that you're baking in the house. And I'm like, nah, boo. <laughs> Just a little scented oil. That's <laughs> all. Um, and people writing home about your house scent? You said what? I said you got people writing home about the scent of your house. <laughs> yeah, girl. It all matters. It all matters, believe it or not. Um, And then one thing that I really try to take in consideration, and because I have to put extra effort into this, I like to make sure I have certain food in the house for the next morning. Because if everything goes well, I'm going to cook you some breakfast. And I'm talking omelets. And again, because I'm a very uh, vegetarian, the fact that I will have meat in the house for you. So if I have bacon or some sort of breakfast meat, some sausage, whatever in the house, that says something. That either says you did a good-ass job <laughs> or, you know, I'm really digging you one way or another. Um, but so I try to be right. intentional about that because you're going to be hungry the next day and I'm here to cook that for you. Omelets, we're going to have some bacon, some sausage, pancakes, shrimp and grits, whatever it is. I'm ready. It's I'm funny that you will make the breakfast in the morning, but not light a candle. Ain't it? I feel like they both mean the same thing. <laughs> like at the end of the day, they both mean the same thing. They could. Um, I think I look at them a little differently. So like I said, like that breakfast in the morning might truly just be a pat on the back. Like job well done. <laughs> <laughs> you get a nine out of 10. So you get biscuits and gravy. Right. <laughs> Now, if you add a 7 out of 10 or a 6 out of 10, you might just get a bowl of cereal. Damn. I'm just joking. <laughs> but. Damn. But nobody's being that particular and on nobody's on a rating scale or anything like that. Like I said, I just, I just try to make sure, you know, there's, there's a little something in the house. That's all. Something to eat. That's funny. So I had a conversation with one of my friends, a few of my friends about like things that they do. And it was like coming from a male's perspective in terms of like sex prep. And mm-hmm. like, it was so basic. They were saying like, oh, you know, well, we may take a shot or we may, um, there's some men out there and I hope, actually, I don't really know what that's like. I've never really explored this conversation with anybody I've been with, but like, I'm sure older men take pills, you know, to oh, last man. longer. Like, that's a part of sex prep. I mean, they have to. I did not but, think like, about that. the list really wasn't. Yeah, and I don't know if younger men are popping pills to, you know, last. But I wonder are men doing that at this age? I mean, anybody can have a low libido. Yeah, I hope not. I. Girl, you never know. You might have been with a few pill poppers. I might have. <laughs> I might have. We will never know. You will never know. <laughs> Not that you say but, that. Yeah. There might be one in particular because. <laughs> really? Oh. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And I just say that because, oh, like, God. his stamina was like none other. Oh my gosh! Now I feel like. I want to know, but we can talk about that later. Oh, you want to know like who no, it I... is? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> absolutely. I absolutely know who that pill popper is. I am. You know I'm nosy. And I can't confirm that he was, but you don't know him, so it's fine. So? Oh, well, it's not fun then. <laughs> Anywho. So, no, I think that is very interesting because, like I was saying earlier in terms of, like, in comparison to how much time it takes for us to shave alone, if you think about what a guy does, like, I don't think a guy is shaving his beard before he comes over to have sex. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have to think about those things. You're going to take my unfresh beard and call it a day. Mm, I love a beard. 
depending on the right person. Sometimes it goes a little overboard for me, but I'm here for it. What? You think that any kind of beer will be overboard? No, I said sometimes it does. It goes overboard. Like, I love a good beer. But some of these, just ba- just based on appearance, like if you're just looking real, I don't know. Sometimes it just gets, it's, it, it can just look a little overwhelming. <laughs> wow. I feel like a beer is a man's contour at this point. And I love it when you contour. <laughs> like some dudes be having beer. the struggle beard. <laughs> oh, the Anthony Hamilton's like the little. <laughs> yeah, it's dust- like where it's busters. barely connected. <laughs> And I'm not saying that that completely makes you unattractive. I'm just saying, like, not all beards are created equal. So, ooh, they are. But like a full beard, I'm a sucker for a full beard. And and Kiana knows that I like a scruffy looking man, and not like dirty, but like a little fresh scruff. So, it's not an entirely bad thing. I'm just saying they're not created equal. There are some people out here with the um, with the super full beard, nice crisp lineup, and then there are some people out here with the Anthony Hamilton. I might take that. Anthony way. Hamilton is such a struggle. It's such a struggle beard. It is because them little naps on that face is <laughs> that is a, that is nasty. I saw. I had went to this um, cookout. And there was this girl there with her boyfriend. He had a struggle beard. And, like, they were eating, and she was, like, getting stuff out of his beard. And I'm just like, girl, so you acknowledge the fact (laughs) that he got this nappy shit on his face. And you're not going to tell him to clean his face up? You know, love goes deeper than that, Kiana. (laughs) Does it? Does it? That's probably why I'm single. (laughs) It probably is. Probably while I'm single. Like, no, love is only as deep as that beard goes. Nope. So, I just think it's really interesting, the lack of preparation in my mind. Again, if there's some um, guys out there that can testify to there being more preparation than what I or we think it is, please let us know. But I don't feel like y'all have to do shit. Have you ever been with somebody who shaves? I'm thinking. <laughs> I find that rare, but I've ran into that. I don't. No, I don't think I have. Okay, I have a question. And this is because you mentioned shaving, and this is just like off the top of my head. How do you feel about um, hair on the chest? Mmm. And just like plain sight, it looks gross, but I prefer it actually. <laughs> it makes you look it makes you look and feel like a man. Hmm. Okay. I like anything that just reminds me of like I'm next to a man. I'm with a man, you know? So you like a hairy ass chest. Yeah, I just can't have a man that looks like Wolverine by the chest. So chest hair isn't bad, but it just can't be like overwhelming chest hair. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I'm a different I'm of a different notion. Um I don't I don't want it. Take it off, shave it off, do whatever you gotta do, uh, wax it. I don't want it. Really? I mean by parents, like if we're at the beach, <laughs> that's one thing. By the time we get to the bed, like <laughs> I hope it's gone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's total opposite for me. It's like, I don't want you showing it off in public. But, like, when we we are home, we in the bed, I'm laying on your chest. Like, I, I want the hair there. Oh, no. I do not want to lay on your hairy chest. I'm sorry. And I'm now, that may be the thing that's, like, a lot of work for guys, which is probably why they don't do it and don't give a fuck about doing it because it's not, like, something that they have to do. You know what I mean? Like, as women, most of us have to shave our legs. Like, I don't know what guy is fucking with us with some hairy legs, you know? But. Right. You know, there was actually one boyfriend I had. (laughs) I got really, really comfortable, like, in the winter. He was like, so you just not going to shave your legs? I was like, oh, 
fuck? <laughs> I feel like there's a difference. Like, after a certain amount of time, you know, your man might get a little bit more comfortable with it. Like, that fresh, especially for some women, like, your hair doesn't show, like, as much. You know what I mean? So, it might be right. lighter. So, you might right. not even be able to tell that your legs need a fresh shave. But men don't have to do that. Like, hair on hair on your chest is a manly man thing. So it's like, it is what it is. But, so here's my reason why. See, we told y'all that y'all would get to know us throughout this podcast. But, I prefer a bare chest because I'm, I'm a little bit of a like, I, I'm a kisser on the body. A little bit of a liquor, depending on if we're using food or not. And I'm not trying to look around all that hair. I'm just not. No, I still don't care. <laughs> I still it's, don't care. It throws me a little bit. I still don't mind. It throws me a lot of bit, actually. I mean, we'll still make it work, but minimal to no hair is a preference. <clears throat> what can I say? I mean, like you said, it's a preference. Yeah. So, honey, if that is your preference, by all means. It won't change my love for them if, you know, if it's something really serious, but just saying i just like anything and everything that reminds me that a man is a man well you know my whole theory about what type of man that i want so <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> but then we can say that for another topic for another day <laughs> right now that's funny okay so moving on what are we talking about next Oh my gosh. So we're talking about, okay, so you guys know that we are both single. Are you single or like single-ish? Oh no, I'm single. Okay. <laughs> we're both single. Are you single or single-ish? And there's no hour here. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This was shots fired. All the way. <laughs> Right. Um, Yo, people gonna be mad when they uh, listen to our brunch. <laughs> they are gonna be so. That's mad. okay. That's Maybe okay. Don't care. I'm here to ruffle a little feather. No, right. Until I'm not single no more, I don't care. Right. But um, <laughs> what's I gonna say? Oh, so we're both single, and you know when you're single, you're dating, and it can be dating multiple people. It can be dating a single person. Depends on your personal preference. But as you're single, you try to explore different options on, you know, where to meet people, how to meet people, what's the best way to run into your ideal mate, things like that. And so in today's age, you know, we have been so lucky, (laughs) if you want to use the word lucky. Um, Now we have the opportunity to meet people without even leaving our homes, which means people be in them apps. You know what I'm saying? People be in them apps. And by in them apps, we mean... Um, Tinder, eHarmony, Match.com. Oh, what's it? Hello Cupid. Oh, he- okay, Cupid. Um, hey, you know someone. Plenty of fish. Know. Yo, I heard about this one. I think it's plenty called like coffee and bagels or bagels and coffee or something like that. That was new. That's a dating app? Yes, that was new to me. I'll have to, let me not be putting that out in the streets, but it's something similar. If I, when I figure it out, listeners, I will follow up and let y'all know. But I want to say it's kind of a little tailored toward um, black people. So, but that that was a new one that I heard of. My my homegirl hit me to that. I have not used it though, so. What was the other one that's for black people? It's called... Um, black People Meet? No, no, no. It's not called Black People Meet. It's another It's another free app. Hmm. I forgot, but there's another app out there for black people. It'll come to me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and then you got things like Bumble. Have you heard of Bumble? No. Oh, my God. It's like the feminist approach to it. So, like, Bumble... You go and you swipe on people. Like, of course, the regular, like, if you like somebody and if they don't. So if you match with them, you have 24 hours to message the male. The male can't message the female. Oh, I see. The female has to initiate the conversation. I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. It's a no for me, dog. But, um, 
You already know how I feel about that. Yeah, they have Bumble. <laughs> Darn, now I really want to know the name of that um that black app to help all you black singles out there. If you look at any other black yeah. apps, I gotta think of it. Um, let me know, cause I might. I'm still fairly new to this dating app thing. I cannot even believe that I'm saying that, that I even do it. But let me know because I love a black man and I have ultimately decided that is what I want for my life. So, yes. I need to know where the black men are. Well, I'm going to do some research while we're talking. Okay. Sounds good. So, people being in these apps, let me just start by saying this, and I probably said this on the last episode, but I feel like it is worth repeating that dating in 2017 is not for the faint of heart. Tell me. And especially when you're dating through these apps, because, Yana, you made a really good point. Like, you don't even have to leave your home anymore to first meet somebody. And it's crazy to me because back in the day when you heard of online dating, it was like taboo. It's embarrassing. Like, it's taboo. Right. I was just like, um, I don't know if I feel comfortable telling people that I've been in these apps. Like, when you give people, you was giving people your uh, your AIM account, your AIM username, and meeting people in chat rooms on AOL, like, taboo. Growing up, I was like, ugh, like, I would never do an online dating thing. And I'll be honest, it's probably about to sound, right. like, really bad and judgmental. But, like, I would, I would, um, I would kind of look at people like, oh, like, you, like, that might be a little desperate if you have to go online to. <laughs> but, again, this is in my, like, 14-year-old mind when online dating or online chat rooms were just becoming a thing. So. Well, that's funny you say, like, your 14-year-old mind, because I still thought that as an adult. Like, I didn't get comfortable, and I'm still not 100% comfortable, like, meeting people on apps. Like, I feel like, I'd be like, well, you're a little weird if you're on here. But it's like, well, am I weird, too? Because I'm also on here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, my preferred way of dating would not be on an app. Oh, absolutely I just not. don't. I think it's less weird I mean, I feel now. Like, right. And I don't, I don't, my point is like, I don't view other people as like being desperate anymore. It's just not for me. It's still not something that I'm quite used to. Have I gotten onto dating apps? Absolutely. Like I wouldn't sit here and deny that, but I don't look at other people and be like, oh my gosh, like it's weird for you to be on there. No, you do what you do. You find love. Actually, one of my roommates, um, she met somebody using, it was either Match.com or eHarmony. And when I tell you that they are married with two beautiful children, she found love. And to me, a hopeless place, but she found it. In a hopeless place. I was just about to say. <laughs> she found it, and she is happy. Um, and I'm happy for her. But I just never thought that that would be my story. Listen, that's how I felt. I was like, um, I'll never meet anybody online. I will never tell people I met anybody online. Right. I just felt like I always have too much personality to confine into like a profile. You know what I'm saying? Like you will never really get to know me. I mean you could after we met up, but that's like the next hurdle is meeting up with somebody you meet online. It's just so awkward, it's dangerous. So let me let me not say like I'm against dating apps. I have been on a few apps. I can't believe I'm saying that to the public. Um but yeah, and honestly, um well I guess we can ask each other. Like, have you met anybody on a dating app? Have you dated somebody on a dating app? And how did that relationship turn out? Like, was it what you expected? I'm was it what was, about was to it? ask you the same thing? Okay, so be Yeah, so let's talk about that. Before we get into that. What apps have you used and do you prefer? Ah. Um, I have used Tinder. Okay. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Okay. I've used Tinder. I've used OkCupid. I've used, is it HelloCupid or OkCupid? And I've used Plenty of Fish. Okay. 
Um, I will say this though. I don't prefer any of them. <laughs> I use them for <laughs> I probably use them for maybe at Mac. And I use that black app. I don't know. I gotta find that app, y'all. How do you use but, it? I don't um, know the name of it. But no judgment. I'm gonna let I you use your... I use it. So this is why I don't remember Pastings. the name. Okay. Because <laughs> I literally would get on the dating app for maybe maximum three weeks, mm-hmm. and I'll delete it. Like I just, it just feels so awkward. It's nothing organic. I just don't like it. I really don't like it at all. It's not for me. But I know that in this day and age, that is probably how you'll meet somebody. Like the chances of you meeting somebody is higher if you are on a dating app, which is odd. But like that, it feels like that's where you have to go, almost. To start dating. Mm-hmm. What about you? So I have only used. <laughs> so that same roommate that found her husband through either Match.com or eHarmony, she was like, oh, you should really get on whichever one it was that she was on. I literally let her sign me up and I never got on it. So I don't really count that. Because <laughs> it just, I was not, I was low key judging her when she was. And I consider myself a non-judgmental person, but when she was, I was like, I don't even know how you're talking to this guy right now. But I use Plenty of Fish, and I have used uh, Tinder. Plenty of Fish is an absolute no for me. Um, I feel like it just wasn't the type of men that I was looking for on Plenty of Fish. And People were either just trying okay. to like hook up, just trying to see what you like. Nothing serious was coming of it. So, and it kind of just proved my point. It was just like, now granted, I didn't try it for that long, but it just kind of proved my point. Like, more than anything, it's not so much about the fact that I'm meeting someone through this this app, this dating app, but more so now that I that, that is going to be my story. Like, I'm really about to sit here on my wedding day and be like, I remember that time you sent me the first message on Tinder and that's how we met. Like, I just don't, I'm not ready for that to be my story. <laughs> I'm not ready for that to be mm, how right. I tell people that this is how I met my husband. I still just have not gotten over that hurdle. I I don't mind as much anymore meeting somebody from there, but to be like, this is how I met my husband. I'm not there yet, but mm, you're so right. I, that's so right. But I will say my experience with Tinder has been a little better. Um, I did meet someone off of Tinder and actually dated them for a little while. So if you all recall from last week's episode, I think I mentioned somebody that I was dating and how we kind of decided to communicate whether if it was going to work or not. Um, But for the most part, like, he was a cool dude. Like... Normal. I remember that being one of the first things I either text my sister or one of my friends and was just like, they asked me how I went. Because one thing I do when I go on these dates, actually it hasn't been that many. I've only met a couple people from these apps. But I'm always sharing my location. I'm like, bitch, you need to know where I am. So for those of you that are Droid users and you don't have that feature on your phone, and you out here on these out here on these dating apps, I'm sorry for you, but I'm always sharing my location with somebody. Like you just never know. And I've watched way too many episodes of Law and Order to not think that somebody could snatch my ass up. I'm slightly thick out here, but I ain't I ain't thick enough for somebody not to be able to grab my ass and throw me in the back of a van. So I'm sharing my location. Anywho, um, so, yeah, it went well for the most part, but, you know, we just kind of fell off the radar. Could tell that things weren't really working out, but that was one of the first things I said. I was like, he seems normal. <laughs> so, that was a win in my book. <laughs> like, you, right. could get, you could get an absolute creeper, weirdo. It could be completely awkward, but we met for drinks, had a normal conversation, you know, asked those, like, typical questions of, What's your favorite color? Where you from? Not really, but you know, just the <laughs> basic. What do you do? How many siblings do you have? All that preliminary stuff. Do you believe in God? <laughs> so you had like a normal dating experience. Yeah, it was pretty normal, which 
I am very yeah. grateful for that because it could have gone sideways. Right. It definitely could have gone sideways. What about you? How have your okay. experiences been? Um. Well, let me first say this. I don't have experiences. I have had one experience. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I do not like dating apps. Um, I met somebody once off of Tinder, um, and he is the only guy I've ever met from a from a site, uh, like an online dating app. But the relationship honestly has been very fruitful. <laughs> like it's still like continuing now. Like we still are. We're really we're still close. So we still hang out a lot. Um, still communicate a lot. Like we have a genuine relationship. I never thought that that would happen from an app. I was just like, I'm just completely opposed to that. It just feels so weird to me. Mm-hmm. So I've only met one person on an app. Um, I plan on only meeting one person from an app right now. Hmm. Um, That's interesting. But not saying like I'm an in. I'm not gonna date. Because I like this person. I'm just saying, like, I just don't like apps. No. It's odd for me. And we're on the same page. So I've only had that. So I've only had that one experience. And it was a good experience. So, I mean, still is a good experience. So I um, don't really have. I guess I don't have nothing bad to say, but except that's just not my preference. I'd rather meet somebody face to face. Agreed. But what I also realized, and like I really had to check myself, like as a young professional, we tend to get really busy, and you know, work life balance is not always a priority. So I'm not necessarily out here at happy hours Monday through Friday, and then a day party on Saturday and Sunday. So I had to check myself and be like, well, Courtney, you're not really out in these streets meeting people, so how do you expect to meet someone? You either can use these apps or you can, you know, be a little bit more social out and about in the town. And not that I shouldn't just go ahead and do that. I just know and recognize that I haven't been as social as I once was and I'm not meeting people Mm -hmm. like I used to. So I was like, well, let me me try it out. I guess it is a little bit convenient when you can do it from the – from the comfort of your home and being your PJs. Yeah, that's very true. And granted, I'm not that active in Nashville either. So ideally, that would be my best option to meet somebody. But it's just, I travel a lot so I can meet people on trips or. Um, right. Yeah, that's what I'd be shooting for. Right. <laughs> because. I just I just can't get over those apps. And then I think one thing with that is a little creepier. Not creepy, but, like, it's awkward. So, like, I met somebody on the app, and then if I still communicate with this person, is it okay to run across that person on the app again? <laughs> Ooh, that's kind of awkward. Right, because it's just like, so what do you tell that person when you talk to them that next morning? Or you wake up with them the next morning, like, so I saw you was still on Tinder. <laughs> He gonna be like, well, if you saw me, that means you still on there too. Exactly. So then what? You just can't bring that up. <laughs> that's that's awkward. That's when you gotta start having that conversation, depending on what step y'all are in. Like, like what we what right. we doing but I just here? I think that's so funny. It is. That's hilarious. I just think that's so funny. Like you're dating somebody, and then you get back on the dating app, and this nigga is on the app too. That's awkward. Are you really dating that person? That's awkward. You are. You just may not be exclusive. That's all. Right. And at that point, it's time to figure some things out. Oh, you know what's happened. It has definitely happened. Oh, for sure. I'm wondering, like, if people could tell stories about, like, oh, I met this guy online. We were hitting it off. You know, I happened just to log back into my account, and this nigga was still on there. Sorry. That's funny. Hashtag sorry. It's unfortunate, but funny. Yeah. Because I would be. I was going to say, I say it as if I can say it loosely like that because it hasn't happened to me. But if it were me (laughs) and I was really digging the guy. Everybody uses that word like. 
Right. So whether you're exclusive or not, like that don't change the fact that I'm fucking Saudi. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're not exclusive. I don't give a fuck. I'm still right. My feelings still hurt. Damn. Right. That just doesn't turn off the emotions because of a title or whether you have one or not. Like if your emotions are involved, like that. I just think that's so funny. People like, well, we're not exclusive. But does that mean that my feelings aren't hurt anymore? Not at all. So yeah, these um. Dating apps are tricky. Even when did you you watch um um Insecure, right? Yes. <clears throat> I was just gonna say when this Molly sounds was like telling, an episode that could be on Insecure. Go ahead. Yeah, when Molly was telling Issa, like, this isn't the life you want. Like, you don't want to be up in these apps. Like, you're not. You need to be happy with your boyfriend. And I feel like at this point, it's, it was. I think people are picking their poison, like whether you be single or you be in a relationship and looking at people who are single, like I wish I had this or I wish I had that. And honestly, like they can have this app life. I don't want it. Right. Molly Molly was dead on. Now, granted, I'm not saying necessarily to like stay in a situation that you're not happy in, but I'm just here to tell you and forewarn you that this is not the life you want. And some people literally may be using it and just having a good ass time. And if that's what you're looking for, sure, by all means, have a good ass time swiping left or right. So, yeah, like these dating apps really can make you feel like you're on a damn job hunt, like filtering through different job descriptions. You got to read people's profiles. It's work. It is work. I'm all prepared for a relationship to be work. But, <laughs> but the preliminary, but the preliminary dating somebody through an app, I'm not quite here for it. But again, that's just me. That's just us. Now, if you have stories to share with us where you have used a dating app and it has been successful, and I particularly would like to know, I don't know about Kiana, but I particularly would like to know about people of color, how that has worked out for you. Um, Wait a second. I prefer people of color. No, I just meant, like, feedback of people of color. Like, how has it worked out? Like, because... Oh, wait, I have the app name. I finally got it. It's called Soul Swipe. Soul Flight? Soul Swipe. Like, let your soul glow. Soul Swipe. <laughs> <laughs> of course it oh, is. Oh, yes. If you're looking at, me, looking at me, black people get on Soul Swipe. Okay. I, I may have to, you know, just check it out. Skim it a little bit. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I love to hear feedback for people of color because I feel like white people out here getting married every day. Be and let me let me not say that because black love is real out they here. They are con. It is, but white people are conditioned. They conditioned. Are. <laughs> they are to get married sooner than we are. But I will say, as of late, I have seen a lot of black love in my life and just my friends around me. So shout out to them because they are setting the example of letting you know that it can work, it can happen, um, and it's real. Oh my God, yes! Like we have, we have two friends that are married, um, and they have two little girls, mm-hmm. and it's just so beautiful to see like your your friends like being the epitome of like black love and healthy families like young professionals they're yes they just are doing it and you're just like yo these are the same people i was turning up with these are the same people i still turned up with and yet they are not only successful professionally but like successful um in their personal lives too and i think that that speaks volumes especially because the mom works as well and she is a phenomenal professional as well like you can't have both you know what i'm saying like you can can truly have it all like so for the women out there that feel like they have to give up one or another you have to give up your career to be a mom or you have to give up being a mom to have a career there are people out there that are living that life and doing it and we are not saying especially because i have not you know personally experienced it I'm not saying by any means that it's easy, but people are out here making it work and making it look good because that's what they choose to do. They love it. They enjoy it. 
um, raising children out here. One of my really good friends got married last summer. Um, was that last summer? Oh my goodness, it's going to be a year, but, um, and they have a son, I mean, and they are just really thriving, thriving as a unit, as a family with the in-laws, like, it's a beautiful thing. So shout out to y'all for, uh, making it look good and (laughs) being my inspiration. (laughs) And not only just like making it look good, but like actually, like it, it actually is good in reality. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but they're also very real with we it. Are. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like they don't sugarcoat anything for you. Like paying for weddings is hard, raising children is hard, blended families, raising your, raising your spouse is hard, <laughs> pets. Having pets is hard. <laughs> like, all of that shit. Making time for each other is all hard. But, they, you know, they keep it real. They keep it 100 every day. So, shout out to y'all. Major shout out. All right. So, I think it's about time for last call. Um, wrap this baby up. Wrap this baby up. We appreciate y'all for listening as usual. Um, but we're going to give out our tips for the week. So, Tiana, we're going to start with you. Who are you giving your tip to? I hope it's a good one. Damn, I just knew who I was giving a tip to. Okay. All right. So. Too many glasses (laughs) of wine over there. Great. Way too many. Way too many. Um, I'm, oh, yes. Okay. So I'm going to give a 25% tip. To none other than Amazon Fire Stick. Yes, <laughs> y'all. I just got hip to the um. Wait, did you just get the one? Streaming life. Yes, I got one this weekend. You I, didn't well, actually, even I ordered tell me. it a, a week ago. Yes, I um, I set it up where I was this weekend. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That's some so I'm, stuff, I'm just y'all. not getting. <laughs> that's okay. Um, I set it up last weekend, and I'm just getting used to this freedom of streaming anything and everything that you fucking want to. It's like <laughs> it's amazing. And so, um, yeah, shout out to Amazon Fire Stick. It's amazing for anybody who has one. You know the benefits of it. You know you really ain't paying for cable anymore. All you just paying for internet. I still have basic cable though, just because it's cheaper. Ironically, it's still cheaper to have the cable with the internet package. Um, but this streaming shit is life. I mean, from new stuff to old stuff. Like whether you want to watch Scandal or whether you want to watch Waiting to Exhale. Like, so I'm here to tell you, I can serve as a testament to this. I no longer have cable. You know what? I'm I'm going to be so transparent with y'all <laughs> just to tell you how real it is for this fire stick uh, life. So I actually have a smart TV, um, and I believe Tiana does too. So, you know, mm-hmm. with that, you can get the Netflix, you can get the Hulu, you can stream everything from there, but... You know, when you have those, when you have that smart TV, like, you have to have a Netflix account, or you have to have a Hulu account, or using somebody else's. Um, shout out to whoever Hulu, Hulu account you are. Right. Shout out to the plug. Actually, shout out to <laughs> Kiana. <laughs> so, thank you for right. that. <laughs> shout out to Kiana. Don't y'all be trying to hit her up for who, for her Hulu account, though. It's already taken. I'm just going to let y'all know, it's, it's, it's all tradesies over here. If you, got, if you got something to give, then we might be able to talk. Right. I'm just a good loyal friend, so there's that. Um, but with those accounts, like there's only certain shows that you can watch on each type of like streaming tool. So Netflix, you're only gonna be able to watch, you know, the previous season of Scandal and Hulu, you're gonna only be able to watch their shows that they show. But that that fire stick, I think it's the greatest thing since like AOL. Like <laughs> Like the World Wide Web, like it is amazing. I no longer have cable. I just use my smart TV, and for my basic channels, 
I got a little antenna sitting behind that TV. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Child. I'm not paying for cable. I'm not doing it. I get that network television, and then I watch everything else that I want to on that fire stick and call it a day. Cable is such a waste of money because it's so expensive. It's just like, why would I pay $130 for cable when I can use? That's a whole, that's my gas going to and from Atlanta. And honestly, it's a little bit more. Yeah, see, no. So, like, that's a whole weekend trip. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Why would you, why are you giving away your money to these people that don't need it? They're not giving you no money. Go ahead and buy you a little $40, $50 fire stick. No, seriously. And I mean, like, for the men out there, I know it's a valid concern for me and it's in terms of, like, sports and stuff and we can watch, if you can watch real life. If you can watch sports, you can. You can. You can still watch sports. You can still even watch, like, live sports on the ESPN app. So it's not like you really, you really aren't missing out on anything. You just have to. It's just, like, this internal conflict that people have. Like, should I really give up my cable? Like, am I really going to be poor? Like, that, that was, that's honestly, be yeah, you are going to be poor because you, <clears throat> you throwing your money down shit's creek. But, like, save your <laughs> money and get you a fire stick. So I'm going to give you a little tidbit, Kiana, because somebody gave this to me, so I want to impart the knowledge to you. You have to make sure, and maybe somebody already shared it with you, but you have to make sure that you clean out your um your stream or whatever. Because as you're like oh, downloading okay. things, it's going to like clog it up. So mm-hmm. then it'll make it slower for you to stream things. So you got to clean it out every once in a while. Don't, oh, I appreciate that. Don't ask me how to do it because I don't know, but I'm going to have my brother do it for me. <laughs> you have a fire stick? Yeah. Girl, everybody. You knew that. I didn't, but everybody has a fire stick. I think it's so funny. It's a way of life now. Yeah, besides the fact that I was just giving all the tea on the fire stick and just said that <laughs> I let go of my cable because I have a fire stick. Where were you? Where were you on this podcast? Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it. Drunk. <laughs> I just wanted to hear Drunk. you say it. That's all. Okay. Yes, so that's where I was. <laughs> shout out to Amazon Fire Stick. Kiana is is convinced she is sold and she's loving it. Yes. Okay, so this week my tip is for none other than actually I might have to give out two. But they go together. My tip is for none other than Chance the motherfucking rapper. Chance. He's so cute. He's so cute. Okay. But he is getting a 30% tip. Damn. Because he put on a hell of a show here in Columbus, Ohio. When I tell you I was I was here for Chance the Rapper before this concert. Um but that concert, that show sealed the deal. I won't tell y'all a lot about the show because for anybody that's still going to see it. Um, and hasn't seen it yet, I want you to experience it to its fullest. I just love an entertainer. And so sometimes I feel like if it's not Beyonce, if it's not somebody like Bruno Mars, where they're doing like, you know, all this dancing and elaborate performances and stuff like that, you're going to feel like, oh, this is going to be like a plain ass show. No, he had a live ass show. I was very, very pleased with what he did. I'm over here like, where's my chance? Where is my chance to rapper? Like right. Jesus sent him, send him to me, please, ASAP. Um, but it was just that Full good. lips and all. <laughs> I'll take his beard. He might even have a hairy chest, but I will take chance to rapper right now. <laughs> um so, Y'all ever look at somebody and be like, I will kiss them in the lips. I will kiss chance will right kiss on the mouth if I ever right saw him. In the mouth. I even I think I Snapchat him. And I'm not one of these people were just like, <laughs> no, I didn't Snapchat you him directly. No, 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 no. I took a snap of that. him. <laughs> I ain't never been that person, but for chance I, I might say, be. Damn. <laughs> I took a snap for him and my caption just said, that's bae. And I'm not normally that type of person over like celebrity people, but chance can really be bae. <laughs> and... It was just a good show. So on top of that, though, I would like to give a shout out to 
um, my homegirl who actually got the tickets for the show, we, none of us, it's like a group of us that went, none of us planned on going, but she surprised us one day and just hit us in the group me and was just like, y'all, I got a tickets to Chance the Rapper, we all going. Don't worry about it, I got y'all. That's a dope friend. That's a dope friend. Oh it yeah, really that, that ain't me. That ain't me. That ain't me yet. It's not me right now, but I hope to be that friend. <laughs> one day. And that's right, it's, it's not soon. me yet. Right. Right. It's coming. So, shout out to Chance the Rapper. Like, keep doing what you're doing. A good message um, with his music. Like, just realize music and what he's doing in the community. Even better things there. So, shout out to you. Let me know if you got a brother. <laughs> no, just let me know when... I know you free. Because I know y'all just went through that little child support thing. I know you can. Okay, well, just come on back to Ohio then. Swing by Columbus, Cleveland, Athens, Cincinnati. I'll meet you there. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's dope, though. I'm glad he had a good show. I, did he have a live band with him? Or? He did. That, and that's like his crew. Oh. I want to say, because like even they go by like Chance the Rapper and the Social Experiment. I'm pretty sure that's the name of the band. Um, his singers, his background singers, awesome. Can blow, can sing their asses off. Um, his lead musician plays the piano. I believe that's his best friend. Like, oh wow, it's a, it's a bomb experience. Oh, that's a, that is a good show. I do like rappers with um live bands. Like J Cole travels with the live bands too. Okay. Ooh, and Kendrick Lamar is supposed so. to be here in August. Might have to hit that one up, too. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm going to go see Kendrick here in Nashville in August. It's also in August. Okay. I think. I got to look it up. So, yeah, I'm going to see Kendrick. His damn is really hot. Like, I didn't like Kendrick's last two pieces of work, uh, the Untitled thing, and uh, and I know everybody loves his hip of butterfly. I was not here for it. Mm. Um, yeah, but this... Sam is hot. I listen to it almost every day. I, I'm, I'm here for uh, Kendrick, so. Really you said you're not? Complaints. No, I said I am. I'm, I don't really have any complaints about oh, okay. his last few pieces of work, so. Okay. But. Okay, so All that right. wraps well, up last call. Oh, do you have any brunch spots you want to shout out? Been to brunch anywhere? Do I have any brunch spots? Hmm. I don't think I do this week. Okay. We gotta start eating out. <laughs> I do, but it hasn't been brunch lately. Oh, actually, I take that back. It's not a new one, but it's one that is one of my favorites, and it's right here in Columbus, Ohio, actually. Um, and it's called Zoe's. It's not too far from where I live. And Ooh, I remember we went there. Yeah. Yes. That's probably my favorite part about it. Like the food was good. I love the food. I get this one dish every time. Um and their mimosa was amazing because it was like it wasn't one of those places that overpowered the champagne with a whole bunch of orange juice. Like they're gonna let you feel that buzz. So I appreciate that. <laughs> um Food is awesome, but the ambiance is even better. It sits right in a cute little area of um, Columbus, and so it's just like on the main street. Um, so you can people watch. Has an out uh, outdoor patio, all of that. I guess the patio would be outdoors, so maybe I have been drinking a little bit. But a <laughs> little outdoor sitting area, um, just a really cute location. So if you're ever in Columbus, check out Zoe. Uh, try anything on the menu, and you'll often find the owner um, brunching there on the weekends, and so she'll just sit out there and chat with you. She's she's pretty dope, so cool little spot. That's cool. Um, I will shout out a brunch place here in Nashville called St. Anaho. Uh, it is a Mexican restaurant, but they do brunch. Um, and I think, like, my favorite part about this place is that it's buy one, get one free. So they give you, like, these little coins. Like, you buy one drink, and then you get these tokens, and then their tokens are drinks for the rest of the time that you're there. Say um, what? So, 
Yeah, it's a really cool place. Actually, that was the place that we went to when you first came to Nashville, but the wait was like two and a half hours. Uh, that was the place I tried to take you to. Okay. But it's so good. The food is so good. Um, it does have like a Mexican flair to it, but they still have regular brunch options as well. But the wait is super long, so I'll encourage you to get there around 11-ish, kind of like you you can't go to church if you go there <laughs> um, in Nashville. You had to go to 8 o'clock service. Or um, I think that they say there's an upstairs to it, too. But if um, you go upstairs, you can't really enjoy the outside patio or all of the action that's going on downstairs. So St. Anaho in Nashville, Tennessee, absolutely great brunch spot. So, yeah, that wraps up episode two of Bitches Love Brunch. Feel free to check us out on your social medias. Actually, don't feel free to do that shit. So go and... Like our stuff on our Instagram page. Our Instagram handle is bitches, double underscore love, double underscore brunch. Um, go on our Facebook group and, you know, get interactive with the rest of our lovely um, people who tune in. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. I'll see y'all next week. All right, we out.